0: what is up quirkies good morning web 3 friends it is jordan rains i'm at 50 shade of drunk if you are on twitter and this is the quirky cast podcast thank you for joining us we're gonna be talking all things nfts and web 3 news and updates all that stuff a lot of it revolving around and coming from the perspective of the quirky community because i'm somebody that's a little bit quirky so let's jump into it white tunnel, are you ever going to learn? See a land, probably going to merge. Going to be dead, laying in the dirt. Funny how you smart, but you still a nerd. Play your part, girl to turn. All right, Quirkies. Thanks for joining me. This is going to be the first video I'm putting on YouTube for the Quirkies. So some of you have probably listened to the podcast. If you do find the Quirkies Originals or the Quirky Cast podcast on YouTube, we do have a podcast feed. I'll try to link that in the description here. Thank you. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a five-star review or rating if you are on Twitter or not on Twitter. I'm sorry, on your favorite podcasting platform or on you know YouTube and all that. So obviously you want to know why why we do this, why I do this, why I give back to the community like this, why I created this podcast. <clears throat> um, you know, for me, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, the purpose of the show is to document, entertain, educate, and engage in web three from the perspective of someone who's a little bit quirky. Um, this brand, the overall narrative of quirky is really suits me, my personality and something I believe in. And I'm just going to read you the definition of the word itself. Um, this is coming straight from the dictionary. I've done this on previous shows. Quirky is a particular peculiarity of behavior or an idiosyncrasy, an unpredictable or unaccountable act, an event. A lot of people who found quirkies in Web3 when they did kind of found it in a quirky way. It was unexpected. And I think there's something to that in the broader um, you know the broader overall trajectory of this brand and this company in Web three. So you know what what is Quirkies? Quirkies is oh you know it's a it's a Web three brand, but it's an NFT product. Um, and essentially, I you know what I think it's going to turn into is a, a sort of a media empire. The Quirkies themselves are you know these creatures. If you look them up on Twitter, you'll see them. If you look on OpenSea, you'll see them. Um, you know they're they're like little life forms, little people, and there's a story being built around them. The the PFP or profile picture meta of NFTs right now. Quirky's really capture all of the best parts of that um, from both a uh, from a social standpoint and from an economic standpoint for the holders and people who are involved in the Quirky's NFT community. Um, You know, when I say the overall IP and the brand, you know, we've brought up before on the show, they've been releasing part of their roadmap. The way they've been doing it in a way is with this comic book series where they're releasing a page at a time that the artist Finch One has been publishing, kind of telling the story of quirkies what they are kind of the origin story of this brand of these creatures of this culture um, and it's been really fascinating to watch unfold it's been really interesting to watch in web3 as it's built this narrative and it's attracted a lot of people and a lot of you know fan fiction and theories have come out of it and we've been allowed to as people who hold quirkies and people in that community and have control of our own IP in a way we're able to co-create with the quirkies brand which not all NFT projects allow. Uh, so in that fashion we are sort of unique but and that's something I think that's going to make us part a really intricate part of web3 going forward. So that's what quirkies are. Let's talk about some other NFTs web3 stuff before we circle back on some other, you know, quirky related news. Overall the NFT market has been kind of slow through the mid part of April. A lot of people were making moves to get money for Yuga Land, Yuga being the premier nft sort of company or brand the ones who own the board api club mayo api club they acquired the CryptoPunks, the me bits and a few other um nft brands or pf projects that are out there so they've brought them under their umbrella and people have been waiting for this land drop the yuga land drop it's going to be two hundred thousand total pieces of metaverse land from the yuga platform um it it was really interesting to watch how the overall community reacted to the buildup of that there was a lot of mania there was a lot of people giving a lot of advice you know a lot of people gearing up to make some good money um a lot of people moving really fast it was kind of crazy to watch i was you know on the sidelines as i don't have a huge position necessarily to work with outside of my quirky investment um you know that's fine you know i'm happy for everyone who was able to be a part of that it was like I said, it was interesting to watch the way from the way the mint went, which apparently was an overall negative experience for most people. It was very expensive because of gas. Some people were upset with the land that they got, the resources they got. You know, it's a lot of different, you know, but a lot of people made a lot of money, too. And a lot of people were very happy um, after the reveal happened on Sunday. I believe it was Sunday, which is yesterday. Today is May 2nd, by the way. Uh um um, it's gonna be may i guess i'm a little late for that anyway um where was i oh yeah the yuga land drop so a lot of money has kind of been pushed back into the overall nft market because the yuga floodgates have opened so the people that wanted to get into the yuga project flip it acquire it trade it um just kind of move in the market and guys that had the position to do that in the premier brand they were able to do that the floodgates were opened um So they were able to get that money into the market. And you've kind of seen that a lot of, you know, other projects are kind of starting to wake up. I know that Doodles are up. Azuki's are the overall market is just awake now. So we're some very exciting times coming. I think we're looking for, you know, this is again, this is not not again. I need to preface all this by saying this is not financial advice. And I don't work for Quirkies. Um, I'm a Quirky holder. I'm a community member. All the opinions and comments here are my own. Um, But I love Quirkies. I just wanted to make sure that is known. But um, but, you know, a lot of projects are up. quirky's are up. Azuki's are up. Uh, Doodles are up. <sighs> Yuga's always up. I don't even want to get into that. But um, so there's a lot of good things going on. So here are some of the announcements going on around, um, you know, the space. Apparently today, the Azuki's actually did put out a little teaser that their bean, their companion drop that came with the Azuki's, could potentially reveal on May 5th. That's three days from today that's going to be a big deal for the azuki's and a lot of holders in the nft space um, they're a very good project they seem to be doing similar things to what quirkies is doing as far as attacking the web 3 space from a storytelling and branding perspective Um, but they're doing it from the anime um, side of things which is awesome and fine and there, there's room for everybody or you know different styles to totally be you know top of their game and they're doing very well so interesting i bet beans will go up a little bit in price interested to see what that whole narrative ends up being around them but <clears throat> if you have a bean may 5th you may get to see what it is um a couple of other things that were happening i wanted to get to <clears throat> oh the uh the, the the rf um artifacts they revealed also since the last time we were on there was a big nike um kind of crossover thing I, it's kind of out of my pay scale not something a community i'm involved in but i know that it was kind of a very big deal for that to finally happen since that airdrop had happened a while back i believe is how that worked um you know the the cool cats have been going through some issues i'm not in the cool cats community but their ceo apparently has stepped down or been removed from his position i, I don't One of those two things happened. He's no longer their CEO and they're seeking a new CEO. So that's an interesting position to open up in the space for, you know, space only been around for a year ish in the kind of state that we know it as. Um, And Cool Cats being one of the quote unquote blue chip projects that he would, you know, move on from them. So that'll be interesting to see how that moves on. Um, You know, the CODAs, obviously, from the Yuga land were a very highly anticipated um, piece. They're going for a lot of money, 50, 60, 70 ETH, some of these guys and gals. Nobody really knows what they do yet, though, which is kind of... It's interesting to me that people are willing to spend that kind of money on something they don't really know what it does or what utility it offers. And, you know, I mean, good for them that they have that money in that position to do that, but I just... I feel like sometimes in the NFT space, we need to let the value mature before we take our money there. Does that make sense? Um, but you know, whatever that's for another another day. Not another a lot of news. I'm kind of browsing, you know, some things I had saved on Twitter. <clears throat> um, you know, the the space moves very fast, and that's something that when I started this podcast, I didn't really account for. So I've kind of adjusted how. You know, I'm kind of doing things, so I'm trying to be a little bit more relaxed, a little more interpersonal. You know, tell you guys my opinions, my thoughts about things as they happen. Knowing full well, that by the time you hear this, you know we'll have new information and all that. But it is—it's a—it's a space that I think is there's there's room for podcasts, there's room for people to create content, there's room for people to have opinions on things because when people come looking for information and looking through information ultimately you're looking for someone you can trust even if that person's right wrong sometimes that's almost less important you know if they're hit and miss ratio than just the trust level that you can have so I hope to establish myself you know somewhere that has a a unique incredible sort of position to you know do what I do and hopefully you guys will join me on that speaking of which go back on some of the earlier podcasts I've had Dave versus Axie on the show very big in the Axie world which has had a lot of things happen since our last show as well i'm not big in the whole axie community but they had a big ronin hack thing where a lot of money got tied up then they've had a whole big issue with i think their land was the situation um and then something about the scholars not making enough money again i don't know it's a p2e thing which is a play to earn sort of an nft scenario which a lot of more like you know gen one gen two uh uh, web three people were kind of into and still you know it's it's kind of going out of favor but with the yuga land drop it seemed like yuga is kind of taking it back to another play to earn scheme which i don't want to get too far into that also go back on the show we had a show with Klus. he's a really great community member and in the future um who else have i had on I had at least one other person on the show i can't remember right now my guy whoever you are i'm so sorry Just blanking. We're going to have more community members on the show soon. If you have anyone you'd like to have come on, tell me if you would like to come on and share anything, you know, just even just about yourself. You know, we want to get to know our community Um, and I want to get to know you guys and, you know, help you add value back wherever I can. So if there's an outlet and you need this outlet, come here. Shield yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, All right. So a couple of things I just have jotted down on my notes. Um, One is a meta sort of Web 3.0 thought process. I've been thinking a lot about, I don't know, I guess these probably existed in Web 2, but I think the three main tenets of Web 3 are going to be, you know, community, commerce, and content. Now, where I think Web 3 is going to be different than Web 2, and when we talk about Web 1, Web 2, Web 3, it's all really the same thing. It's just the platforms we choose to participate in communication on. That's my overall thesis of what Web 2, Web 1, Web 3 are. Well, thing Web2 didn't get till close to the end <clears throat> was community. It was focused a lot more on commerce when it started to heat up, how people could turn it into a vehicle to make money, um, you know? And then the content kind of came later with the push by people by Barry V saying, if you create content, you can boost commerce, okay? And the very sort of back end of Web2 became this community aspect where, You didn't need to necessarily even have a huge audience for your content. You just needed a community of people who believed in you and would buy your products. It didn't have to be very big to sort of make it, quote unquote, a side hustle or a business that's viable for you through Web 2. Now, those are kind of the three tenets, in my opinion, of Web 1, 2, and 3. But Web 3, the thing that makes Web 3 unique, I view them kind of as a triangle that... Community is not community is foundational to Web3, at least right now, because the community is what's building Web3. The community came first. Web3 has is kind of coming secondary. We are creating Web3, you know, so what do I mean by that right now? I consider Twitter Web3 that's where all the people that I communicate with web3 on that's the platform they use. I consider Twitter web3 you can use your you can you can use your NFT profile pictures through Twitter. That's web3, right? That's NFT integration that's supposed to be running on Ethereum which is a cryptocurrency or a network which we run web3 on, okay? So the other platform of web three in my opinion is discord that's where people go to speak and chatter and talk discord is not good it is objectively extremely flawed for what we use it for i think people understand that it's not user friendly it's easily it's easy to be socially engineered into exposing yourself to people that you do not know on the internet there are not a lot of safeguards for that on discord that's an unfortunately a scary platform another platform openc that is web three that's where we participate in web three <clears throat> that's where we do commerce in web three but the thing i said again about web three that's different is we're leading with the community first what do i mean by that everything that Quirky's is able to do right now everything the whole web three space is kind of <clears throat> that's having success in the web three space is leaning on the model that the other side board ape yacht club had which was a community thing which was Individual guys who believed in what they had, creating a narrative, a story, and a brand around it, and then the community itself making that brand equitable. There's a symbiotic relationship. This is why I told somebody the other day I was DMing on Twitter about the difference between cryptocurrencies and stocks and NFTs. You know, and Bitcoin is when I do this podcast, nothing's going to happen to Bitcoin. That nothing changes for Bitcoin. Nothing changes for the value of the brand of the hoodie that I'm wearing right now. Okay. But I am co-creating a narrative and content around quirkies. I am actually, as we call it in the industry, pumping my bags, but I'm adding value to that brand. I, as a singular, singular investor, a singular owner of the NFT... As someone who's invested, it's in my best interest to create content around it. And then it's in the company's best interest to continue to reward us for doing that. It's a symbiotic relationship where we, the people in the community are creating and having a say in what's happening and what we are building. Um, And it's kind of a, like I said, it was kind of the last piece to really get picked up on web two. And in many ways it's the first piece to get picked up in what we call web three. Again, this is all just my opinion. You know, I don't I don't know. Do people talk? I don't know if people really have these kind of conversations or not where these things happen. If You guys have good NFT podcasts you listen to to recommend me. I would love to listen or listen to other people's thoughts on just the overall narrative of the space um, and things of that nature. But, you know, you listen to spaces. And again, it's so important that if you want to get to know what the NFT space is and Web3 is, you have to be there and participate. You can't Google it. You're not going to hear about it on the news because when you hear about that stuff, it's 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 dead tech. Basically, it's old news. Things move at the speed of right now. Like I said, that's why I've had to kind of adjust how I wanted to do this podcast, because in this show, because it's different than my other show, which some of you may or may not know is called the IDP Army. If you want to check out that YouTube channel, um, I do fantasy football content and it's a little bit more structured in the way the season goes and the cycles of things Um, I have can make schedules and I have certain content I can plan out and make things happen in the Web3 space, the NFT space. So much stuff happens, you really just, I mean, you get hit in the mouth so much, you have to really pick your spots, if that makes sense. So before we get out of here, I have a couple other things I want to talk about. The companions. Somehow I've buried the lead. Quirky's obviously is the primary collection. Quirky's originals. We have a second collection coming. Same artist, Finch. One is dropping a secondary collection. He said in a space that some people somehow managed to get him up on stage talking, which is very rare for him to come out. He's a little bit reclusive. He said he's had more time to work on this collection than he had to work on Quirky's. And he said it's he said it's quote unquote even more badass. This is coming from him, a very humble guy. I this is going to be a fire collection. And I think it's important too, as a quirky holder, to recognize everything that you guys done already, or everything that's happened in the space already. It's so young; we don't have to follow that exact path and that exact narrative. And I think that there's a world where, if this secondary collection is as good of art quality or better, and adds to the overall narrative, there's no reason that these pieces, and if we're you know, quirky's original is a five thousand piece collection of originals. There's no reason that even better or as good of art in the same ecosystem, same story, same community, in my opinion, should not be worth almost, if not the same amount, one for one. Now, I know everyone's like, oh, board apes and mayo apes are this, and you know, everything has a bracket. That's fine, we're quirkies, all right. We know that this community is special, we know that the art is fire. And if you're again, if you're telling me I get something of that literally was made by the same person with the same love and care and attention more so even how do you not value and it gets me the s- same or similar almost identical access to my quirky in my opinion if quirkies are at 20 quirklings need to be at 18 if quirkies are at 10 quirklings need to be at like 9 that's my opinion okay so i'm just saying don't sleep on the Quirklings just because it's a secondary collection. This isn't every other collection, and you know that. I need I need to be reiterated a lot because, you know, things do move fast out there. Sometimes you can get scared. Anyway, these are kind of my thoughts on the Quirklings. <clears throat> Tomorrow, 5-3, you probably won't listen to this, but, you know, there's going to be a space held by Sin, and he's going to actually answer questions about Quirklings, the collection. A couple of things people want to know. When's it going to drop? Probably won't tell us that. What's the actual size of the collection? I don't think that's actually officially been announced, but I would bet my house that it's going to be a 5K collection. There'll be a one-for-one, one, Quirkly to Quirking, or Quirky original to Quirkling original. That's my theory. All right, other things we need to talk about. Um, you know, I kind of helped per- perpetuate a rumor or a theory that Quirklings or Quirkies and Codas were either related or somehow connected, put together a little thread. There was a lot of fun little clues, you know, in and out of, you know, some of the information Yugo was dropping leading up to the actual Yugo land drop and then Coda reveal. And then this was before Sin actually, you know, pushed out the official name of the secondary collection, Quirklings, um, and kind of, and then he actually, in the Discord, finally, after many weeks of not saying we were right or wrong, yesterday i saw on the discord he said very matter-of-factly quirkies aren't codas so that was a fun run and we the rumor meal was really fun i mean people were hype um the guy knows how to build a narrative the guy knows how to build the guy knows how to build Period. all right so stuff those quirky bags um what other stuff do i have here in my notes Went over the Yuga drop. There was a the Moonbirds, was a big thing that happened over the past couple of weeks. Um, and it's been a little bit contentious in the space because they ran up to an insane floor. And then they went into what was called the, supposed to be this nesting feature, which then after a couple of weeks, that feature was decided to be shut down, apparently. So I'm, I'm going to do my best to explain this. The concept was you get a Moonbird NFT. And you have the option to nest it. If you nest it, it stakes it. Um, staking is a popular sort of mechanism to earn passive income. But the incentive of staking it is the longer it's staked, the more rewards you get. <clears throat> and if you unstake it and sell it, when it gets restaked by the new owner, it starts back at zero. and has to kind of earn its way back up to, you know, by being staked longer, it can get more rewards. So it's supposed to be like an incentive mechanism to nest it a long period of time this was the concept um like f- five or six days after they came out and went from two and a half ETH mint up to like i believe they went to 36 37 38 ETH, even beyond um one of the guys who was on the team with this was a project put up by kevin rose a guy named ryan carson um apparently bought You know, after they all got minted and the rarities were out, he bought a bunch of Moonbirds that were very rare, waited until the price got super-duper high, sold a bunch of them, made a shit ton of money, and then, like, six days after Moonbirds' releases, like, the project, the company, he's, like, the co-founder of Second in Command, they dropped their project. Six days later, after selling all the good Moonbirds he has, I'm sure he kept one, he announces that he's leaving Moonbirds, the company, and Ryan's other project, um, the parent company called um, oh, what's it called? I'll think of it later. It's it's got um, an, an interesting name, but it's another sort of prestigious uh, group. Actually, now it's really annoying me that I can't think about that. So I'm gonna go open C and find them. But it's another overall, like kind of a parent company. He announced he's leaving. My question is, how are you gonna work for a company or a brand? Or whatever you want to call this, and be the co-founder, and like a week after your company launches, and you get all your capital from all your sales and all that, and then you leave. Okay, you leave. Whatever, I can't handle it. It's too much. He not only leaves, he leaves to start what he's calling the One Twenty One G dot fund, which apparently is basically like a secret NFT alpha group. So you get all this money from selling all your moon birds from your original project. Then you're going to start this secret little group. Okay, whatever. Like, do you. But it just feels very greasy. On top of all that, you know, Kevin Rose tries to make it out like it's a big, you know, happy-go-lucky thing. Proof Collective. That's the parent company. Um, makes it seem like it's a big happy-go-lucky thing. We're all happy for you. I'm like, dude, he just took your project, made a bunch of money off you guys, and just left. That's kind of weird to me um it's raised a lot of ethical questions and a lot of eyebrows um it was drowned out later in the week by the up you know the whole upending of the world with the yugoland drop but and then on top of all that you know and i looked at his website the 121g fund gonna give you secret alpha you know on the big projects coming up the founders all this then the Ryan Carson like, I don't know these people personally and I you know I don't want to like burn bridges or hurt relationships but I'm just saying this is on Twitter like this is what these people did. You know, if you are on Twitter, or you're new to the NFT community, you don't know this. This stuff was a big deal. He posts the other day that he's looking for like an intern and the job description is essentially the entire job that he describes the whole thesis of what his fund does, which is to research and collect information on projects and interview and set up meetings with like founders to learn about them. So I'm like, so you created this whole thing and then you're going to just hire somebody to like actually do the job for you. We're early in the NFT space and you know, I don't at the human nature, if you are old enough and wise enough, I think you understand how most people work. Um, I don't know what the overall outcome of this will be. I don't know what the overall Web3 space, how it will feel about this in a year to two years. I don't think it's good practice to to let these things just go under the rug, though. This is going to be part of the history of the overall Web3 culture and narrative. I don't think it needs to be forgotten. I think this story is yet to be finished. It'll be interesting to see how Both these projects plus the, you know, Proof Collective do overall as more big money comes into the Web3 space through those sort of avenues, those guys. And apparently, you know, I, you know, I don't know a lot about these guys necessarily, but apparently they're Silicon Valley or venture capitalist sort of people. And they come from that world, the tech and VC world, which is interesting. Like I said, that's Web2 and Web2 was kind of commerce, tech you know, and then content-driven, the community last. This is different. So I I wonder how the overall space is going to be affected by something like this. Hopefully it doesn't hurt the overall integrity and hopefully not too many people, you know, that had a lot of faith maybe in the project because Ryan was there. You know, I I don't want to see anybody necessarily fail, but I also don't want to see people of low integrity with too much power and influence in something this early and this delicate. So maybe that's the best. That's where I'll leave it with that. Um, so in the future for the show, we've been about 30 minutes, which has been really fun. And like I said, in my notes, I, one of the things I wrote down was I just want to kick back. I want to keep it quirky in here. I just want to tell you guys, you know, sometimes a little bit about me. You know, I don't want to get too technical because that's, you know, there are other people that are better at that. I feel like I'm much better as a qualitative filter sort of analysis kind of person um unless you make your own decisions and i can give you kind of information that i think is pertinent and this is the kind of the things and the thoughts that are happening in the overall nft and web3 community again like i said at the beginning viewed through the the lens of someone a little bit quirky so there will be more interviews coming in the future Uh, i'm gonna try to get payment cash on here Um, i'm gonna try to get my man ff doom on here my girl ashley on here if you guys these names don't mean anything to you. The Quirky's community is tight. It's like that. We, we, we're, we're first name slash Twitter name basis. Join us, please. We want to get branded on here. Oh, want to give a big shout out to our man, Brandon. He's our essentially, well, Brandon is essentially the GOAT, all right, number one. He makes awesome music. He's from the St. Louis area, so he's like my brother from the Midwest, but he's doing big, big things. So he's also was a member of the Chain Gang, which I'll come up on that in a minute. Brandon makes a big moves and he traded his quirky recently. His very first quirky, apparently skull mask rings on rings, on rings, blue camo with a chain, sick, quirky. One of the most sick quirkies in the whole collection traded it to a fella. I don't remember who it was for an OG rare V friends. Um, if you know who Gary V is and you know, he's very into NFTs and he has NFT is very utility driven. Um, you access to Gary and Gary's network and things. Brandon was able to come into Quirky's, do all that he's done for us musically, socially, networking wise, all the spaces, all the input. Um and I could tell you guys some stories about him too from early quirky days. I and mean, we will get to that. You know, this this is we're still early, like I said, but very proud of that, you know, a big decision to flip into a V friends. He says he's already actually been able to communicate with Gary V. He says he's going to, you know, obviously he's been a huge champion, a huge part of Quirky's. He's, he's going to talk to him about quirkies, obviously, but it's a chance for Brandon to shill. And that's not a, I don't want to be a dirty term. It's to show who and what he is to somebody that's going to understand what, what and who he is and what that means. And if you're in our community, you know that, and he's going to get a chance to really put himself out there. And he, he's going to be successful. Um, So big shout out, round of applause to Brandon. He's still holding it down with a couple of quirkies. Um, So happy for you, my guy, to get into the Gary V community with an OG. Then he got the V2, which actually looks pretty cool. So big, big, big things are happening for not only quirkies, but the people that are quirky, quirky members. Um, And one of our victories is all of our victories. Um, You know, we celebrate each other and there's Link. In the description of this, for you can go to Welcome to Quirksville, which is Brandon's sort of mixtape that he's put together with some of the other quirky artists. Check out Brandon's other music. Um, again, just shout out to the OG Brandon. Like like, you know, we're we're proud of you, my guy. Also, want to shout out some other people, so you know, Head Hippie, shout out Crusher. There's a lot of people I'm gonna miss, i so don't really be getting their feelings, but um, you know, people holding it down in spaces, these are the people that if you know you get on spaces, you know, which is where Twitter is, which is like I said, the primary platform of Web3. And I'm not online. You might see some of these people up above, um, you know, and don't be afraid to come up and say, hey, you know, and contribute and learn. And, you know, who are some other people you might see up there? You might see Diesel up there. You might see Soul Train up there. You might see Kojo up there. Mac up there. Broken Jarhead, JPEG Poppy, Kentasi, any of these people like we're all quirky. None of us are out of reach. If you want to come up and say something. You are welcome. We want to teach. We want to learn. We want to educate. We want to um, fellowship with one another, and we're going to grow this into hopefully the most positive, meaningful, um, and one of the most impactful brands of Web3 together as quirkies, the way quirkies do it. So hope to see you in the quirkling space. Um, If not, I will come back on. I will put a show out with the updates on that. Maybe I'll be able to, if that's recorded, put some of that on the podcast feed as well. until next time, stay quirky In a wormhole, probably about to burn. In a white tunnel, are you ever gonna learn? See and laying, probably gonna murder gonna be dead, laying in the dirt. Funny how you smart, but you still a nerd.